got this great idea for the next episode Shh. no it's such a good idea you're gonna Shh. love it no for real though listen to me this is like Shh. what the fuck why you keep shushing me man? scully it's the library episode at the lounge at the lounge i've got some obligations at the lounge there's someone i gotta see my boys are waiting on me. I got some obligations at the lounge. Um, well, when I was re-listening to the interview, I was remembering that last time I was in Chicago, I was reading a local newspaper that they have there called the Southside Weekly. And um, they had an article in it talking about the Chinatown on like kind of near Clark Street in in Chicago. And um, they were talking about how for most of the history of the Chinatown in Chicago, they pretty much existed on their own inside of the city limits. So like they governed themselves. They had their own police similar to what... um, Brittany was explaining to us how like there was the three sectors of New Orleans in the 1800s and how like even though there was one general mayor they all had their own police department and their own city council and everything Um, but Chinatown functioned in that same kind of way but they functioned in that way to protect themselves because there's so many laws against Chinese immigrants being there and trying to get them to stop working there just out of you know discrimination and so instead of going to the government to figure out ways to make where they're living in their neighborhood function well they would just figure it out by themselves and they would govern themselves and police themselves and whatever Mm -hmm. but then they started realizing that they had zero input on politics in chicago because they weren't because they were separate they were separate and they weren't engaging and so when you know, they weren't getting any help or any funding. So now the leaders of Chinatown and Chicago are trying to now become a part of, like, the general government. Yeah. Um, oh. And it's helping them. They're getting a bunch of funding, and they're, like, investing in the neighborhood and all these things. But I couldn't remember any of the actual details, so I was trying to read an entire article in about 25 seconds. Mm. But I think I actually just summed it up pretty good. <laughs> Yeah, that the municipalities that are separate want in so that they can have more of a say over what's going on. Yeah, on, I mean, people whole. started being interested in their land and they realized they had no, 
no like technical right over it in terms of government because they weren't engaged in the government and yeah. so they were like we better become engaged or p- become participants i suppose it's almost um it's kind of a metaphor for a lot of things having to um well, I mean, join well <laughs> having to join yeah i mean in a lot of ways we want to we want to stay separate from shit and then like then then the time comes where you're like oh shit you know like yeah if i you know, if I want to be have more of a voice, like I'm gonna, I'm, I like I can't stay over here on the outside. Like Absolutely, I'm gonna have to get in. Yeah, even if it's dangerous you or know. historically dangerous, or even like in a business sense, like you, you know, like if I, you go, you go like I could do everything under the table. Sure. You know, and mm-hmm. then but then the time comes where you're like, well, I, I might need assistance. Yeah, or you know, shit like that, where True. you're like, oh well, uh, maybe I need to. I maybe I, I have to kind of like buy into the system if I want to like. Sure. I mean, or even benefit in a, from it, or, or even know. in like a not buying into the system but just participating is like how you started going to the neighborhood meetings. Yeah. And it's like, oh, okay. If I want my neighbors to know who I am and to look out for me and like vice versa, then I should probably know who they are Yeah, and they should probably know that I exist. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I don't know about those neighborhood meetings though. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I went to one, I, don't know anything I went about to it. one and I need to, I mean, I want, I need to go to, to every, they're, they're the, the second Tuesday of every month. Oh, the Bywater Neighborhood Association. And so, so I how miss do you, this one. how do you get invited? Is it like you have you to own a business? You can go as a guest. You can go as a guest. You can go as oh. a citizen. It doesn't matter. Oh, really? Yeah, it's just can, open to the public. Yeah. I mean, even if you're not a member, like I pay dues, but like. Sure. You can go even and then you just write down, I'm a guest. Oh, okay, cool. I thought yeah. it was some sort of like secret society. No, dude. It's like, it's, it's, it's pretty good. It's pretty cool. I think it's probably. Uh, I mean, you. L- I learn a lot, you know. Yeah. Um, uh, when I've gone, you, I mean, you. It's, you know. I don't know. I don't. It. it I always. It's very small. Sure. <laughs> I mean, it's like you know, it's not a big group. It's not like neighborhood watch, right? But at the same time, <laughs> it's like, well, it's good that if you're part of it, um, if you want to do something or you want to change something or what, that, like having the stamp of the neighbor you know your neighborhood association oh, that's a good thing. it's always good yeah. sure like if you're going to city council and you're like i, I need to change something you know i want to do this thing and you know and i need the permit for it and then you say and i got the stamp of my sure like my neighbors also are down yeah my they're not going to come calling you well, my neighborhood being like, these you know, people suck. You, like both neighborhood associations are you know what well, i've talked to them and they have, and they have written that they you know they approved it sure and so <coughs> you know it's all like, you know, the politics of of uh, neighborhoods yeah. always includes that the neighborhood association because the last thing you fucking want is a neighborhood association to oppo- be pissed, opposed at you, sure. opposed to what you're doing. And then, <coughs> you know, because, uh, you know, people they're well organized. Yeah, then, mad. They, then they do <laughs> get well organized. They they do. Sure. You know, they will. Um, So we're back, Howie. We're back. It's I know. We <laughs> took a Mardi Gras break. <laughs> yeah, we did. Uh, it's been As did all of you. It's so been three weeks. You know, we... W- Has it? Yeah. Well, w- we usually do one every two weeks, but in this case, um, we had an, another interview lined up, but we had to cancel because I had the flu. True. Um, and that knocked me on my ass. Yeah, you were really sick. Oh, my God. I, I was so sick that I, I was, I went through a delirium. I was in a delirium. I, yeah. My fever was so high. 
and it, and it took me a little while to shake it. It was almost like a purification period. Okay, sure. <laughs> you know, but um, I feel that I had a friend um, back in the day. Won't name his name, but he was like our drug dealer and homie, and <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he used to do a lot of DMT, and he would make his own DMT. Whoa. And so uh, he had like a pretty far out DMT experience and spent hours and hours throwing up. And he said that he threw up like rainbows of like what was all of his insides to him. And he would like used to eat really poorly and like, you know, didn't really take that good of care of himself. And then after this trip, he said it was a transformative experience and he literally started like the Occupy food movement mm-hmm. and stopped eating bad food and became like just obsessed with uh, agriculture and like healthy food and organic and blah, well, blah, blah. Well, my, my experience is not quite as dramatic. Sure. Um, <laughs> but I have decided to start eating fruit for breakfast. Oh, that's great. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Instead of donuts. I would say you're on the track <laughs> to <laughs> a big transformation. Yeah, you know, you, but you know what? The, the way, what, I love a fritter. Oh my god, they're so good. But I, like towards the tail end of the flu, like when my fever had been was had gone down. Yeah. I was like, all of a sudden, I craved a fucking steak. Oh, it was you weird. You needed iron. And I, I went and I was like, and I was still sort of delirious. And I walked over to Crescent City Steakhouse at Mid City by myself. Yeah. And I got a fucking ribeye. Oh shit! You really wanted like the <laughs> a thick steak. I ate it that much. I, I, oh. I ate it. I you ate it. I ate it. I ate it. You up. needed an iron. Yeah, and it, it was it was really good. I, I haven't had a steak for a while, but it's weird though that 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 was what I wanted, and uh, and I went there by myself, and I was somewhat delirious. Um, weird. Yeah, um, but I it mean, was so good. You know, that happens to me sometimes. I mean, women often have this when you're on your period and stuff. You're craving. You need iron, and so you end up craving red meat. Huh. Yeah. Hmm. It's just your body trying to tell Let's you move on that you need to take... Let's move on to a afraid of, <laughs> of uh, reproductive organs. Yeah, let's move on. Um, <laughs> it's called an ovary. But uh, that's why... Uh, one reason why it's been... Scully's blushing. Uh, <laughs> God, I think I might be. Um, you have three kids. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. I just, it's, it's okay. Um, anyway, so the flu kind of yes. backed us up. Yeah. And then Mardi Gras. Hello. Yeah, and Mardi Gras. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we could have tried to do something, but, you know, Mardi, no. Mardi Gras over here it was just like fucking ape shit for oh, like at five BJ's? days straight. Yes. yes. Yeah. It, it was just so fucking kick ass. And I'm sure some of uh listener, you were probably here one of those nights. Probably. Because we were basically at capacity m- most of those nights. Yeah. Every I one mean, of them, really. I wasn't here for this, but there was a 24-hour stint at BJ's. Yes. Every Lundi Gras, we stay open all night. I didn't know that, really? Yeah, we have for the last three years. I guess I'm just never here, so. Last year, I bartended the, the graveyard shift. That makes sense. And I was... Uh, yeah. That explains a lot. And I and somebody <laughs> uh somebody told me a story about myself uh last year during Mardi Gras and I was like, Oh Oh, and it wasn't good. I did that. And it wasn't good. It wasn't great. Oh no. But it wasn't terrible. It just wasn't great. Yeah, sure. You, you were know? like, Oh yeah, I used to party. Yeah. <laughs> Th- this year was a little was a lot more subdued. Yeah, you were well behaved and we all love you for it. Yeah. And but it was it was very busy and uh you know we we kept uh and everything just went off so well everybody was so happy um and uh you know yeah welcome to the spring 
everyone. Yeah, the springtime is happy to be here. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> sorry, my eye well, roll, my totally eye roll <laughs> was to the winter. <laughs> yeah, um, it wasn't to you. It yeah, springtime, springtime is here. And is we're that sound of music? What is uh, that? No, I just made that up. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. I'm, that's how I am, man. I can just like make shit up like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Hits. You're the like hit. Willie Nelson. The hits just flow right out, <laughs> babe. Um, yeah. So, but. We had this interview that we're going to be doing, uh, that you're going to hear next. We had this in the can. Yeah, we did um, it like a week before Mardi Gras. Like. Yeah, yeah. But we, we held off. Um, uh, but it's... I it's just, fucking awesome. I know. I listened to it again. Yeah. Uh, great interview. Uh, it's, you know, we've talked about libraries before and the importance of libraries yeah. to communities. And so... Our friend. Yeah, Brittany Silva. Brittany Silva. Shout out, we love you. Yeah. She came on. She's an archivist mm-hmm. at uh, the, the Central Library in the Yeah, she CBD. works in the archives department. Yeah. And so she came in and, and she gave us, um, man, she taught us a lot of stuff. Straight up. Like, I've known Brittany for a little bit, but we've always just known each other through, like, bar world and, like, whatever. Mm-hmm. But it was super fun to hear her just go off on what she's clearly the most passionate about. Yeah. It, it was fucking awesome. It's really great to yeah. hear someone uh, who loves what they do uh, and loves talking about what they do. Yeah, and is clearly really good at it. And is very, and is good at it. Yeah. Um, and I, I think, I have I feel like Brittany is going to be a bigger part of this show. Mm-hmm. Um, we were joking about it in the in the episode, and you'll hear yeah. but um, But we do kind of need you. Yeah, we do. <laughs> so come back. Because we are, um, we're going to be adding an additional uh, element to our podcast. True, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, that's coming up soon. Do you want to mention it now, or should we? I mean, I, it, I guess it wouldn't hurt. True. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So Scully and I are going to be setting up a Patreon. Yeah. And um, just so we can keep on doing all this work for y'all and sharing it with you. And um, they there will be like incentives for y'all to subscribe to our Patreon, and it will be like little extra episodes that will be research oriented, mm-hmm. more than any of our other episodes are. Yeah, hi- historical stuff. Yeah, um, you know, uh, anecdotes. Uh, and Brittany will help, you know, I'm sure she'll be helping us with it. And yeah, I'm sure we'll be bothering her yeah, often. So, uh, and, and we kind of, which is, it's very cool because we started this off with, you know, uh, history in mind. Yeah, definitely. Um, and, uh, it's real, it can be, it can be easy. There's so many interesting people to talk to. Endless. You know, um, and so you can get away from, uh, you know, doing the research and the history, um, but we don't want to do that because it's, I think it's, you know, one of the best things about what we do and how we started it. For sure. It's also just really, I mean, I just think it's really important that if you're going to live somewhere, yeah, learn about what's going on there and yeah. what has been, yeah. you know, don't just be a person existing and floating around and not understanding the land and the history around you. Are there people like that? Uh, definitely. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh Not to God. say that we all haven't been that, you know, well, in times I, of our is, life, it but is. it is an important moment to no. just be like, hey, I should know about where I'm living and taking up space. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, and so th- we're, we're going to be here to help you with that. Yeah. We're going to research. We're putting in work. <laughs> we're going to put in some work. Yeah. Um, and we're going to 
have some some good stories, and there are some that I already know about that have to do with mm-hmm. BJ's Lounge. Yeah, they won't all be BJ's oriented, but some of them definitely will. And uh, New Orleans Ninth Ward, yeah, oriented for yeah. sure. Um, and you know, if you have any um, some some historic some stories um, about the neighborhood. Uh, that you would like to share with us, um, you know, hit us up on Instagram, send us, send us a message or come by the bar and leave your number. Yeah. Uh, because we, we, you know, um, this element of the podcast, um, which will be every other week, um, it's going to be based on that. So, you know, knowing these, these stories, uh, you know, and it, it's one of the things, um, that, uh, Campanella said to me in the email was, he said, make sure you interview all of the, you know, uh, as many people as possible especially those you know of advanced age no for sure because yeah. there's, he said their stories often die with them yeah so you know we're here and we want to capture those stories if you have any please come to the bar and and talk to us and yeah. uh, and we you know we can help uh, you know get those stories out um, because uh, the oral tradition is important absolutely and if y'all have any um things that you think are interesting about the city that you've heard or we can research we're here for it yeah man you know we don't know everything you know (laughs) i'm not from here i don't know everything i would love to have speak for yourself whatever i'm just saying um we're here for it i don't know everything um uh, but i'm looking to try to know more exactly yeah and share it share it with you bajazians yeah uh, so if you're also into that, you should continue listening to this episode because Brittany's going to school all of us on yeah. libraries, archives, New Orleans history, all of it. Yeah. So you want to, should we go to the interview? Let's absolutely go to the interview. Okay. I want to hear it again. All right. Well, and stay tuned for the Patreon. Y- you know, we'll, we'll let you know how you can support us when the time is right, but um, be prepared. But right now. Uh, we are pleased to present our interview with Brittany Silva. But before we do that. Yeah, but wait. (laughs) But wait. (laughs) We also have to mention that uh, the music in this episode is here uh, provided by Brittany Silva and Night Medicine. Yeah, her band. Yeah. So uh, all the music you hear today is from her. All the chit chat is from her. She is... uh, uh, this is a fully dedicated episode. Multi-talented, uh, the wonderful Brittany Silva. Okay, here we go.
can see your your. Hello, look at my waves. Your sound wave. How are my waves? That's Am I good. waving enough? Yeah. Are you number one or are you numbered? Yep. She's number one. Okay. I'm number one. I'm number two. You number three. Number one. I'm waving in so many ways. Scully, your waves are a lot bigger than the rest of ours. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> well, that's because that's because I'm up on the mic. Yeah, yeah. You really well, got to talk on this thing, but okay. avoid the blood. It, it, well, it, should I? I avoid mean, the do blood. I want my lips to just be like <laughs> rubbing on the mic? I mean, I do. Avoid kind of. the blood. Yeah. Well, <laughs> or I maybe add to it. I don't know. It depends on how like yeah just serious like these stories get. Yeah, it like depends on how angry you're gonna get about defunding about libraries, and then you're just like. Oh. Poof. Oh. Yeah, don't lose a tooth. Defunding and censorship. Don't yeah, chi- don't chip exactly. your teeth. Are we going there? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <We> okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, oh. Why? Um, it doesn't have to be like that deep of a thing. Don't be no, afraid of I'm politics. I'm not afraid of anything. Well, I get to say a disclaimer of I'm here as a citizen and a resident of New oh, Orleans, yeah, yeah, and yeah. not a uh, and not a uh, representative Librarian. of uh, my department, the public library, or the city of New Orleans. Okay, yeah, we'll <laughs> put all. that in. We'll put that in. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no problem. No, <laughs> I'm not speaking for the library <laughs> at all. You know, it's hilarious. It didn't even occur to me that you would have to yeah, do that. But yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Um, I came up with the uh, title for you, which could be the introduction to everyone, the listener, knowing who you are. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. So today we have brought <laughs> here to the King Lounge uh, obligations at the lounge in-house on call Head of archives, Brittany Silva. Not head of archives. <laughs> well, for us. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, for us. Not, okay. not for, yeah, yeah, yeah. for okay. us. Okay. Not for the public library. Just for Correct. us. Okay, great. Yeah, 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 yeah. sure. We've, we've given you a title. Thank you. I humbly <laughs> accept. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right on. This passion project that is non-funded and not real. <laughs> yeah, that'll be a load off of my you know responsibilities for me. Like now you... Yeah, I'm just handing it over to you. Yeah. Here, and I'm going to give you a, a few boxes of archives here after the. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> and then like I you will didn't have enough on your start plate. listening to the podcast oh. as well. That's a joke. Of course, I've listened okay. to every episode of the podcast okay. in preparation. Yeah. Well. It's okay. We've had a lot of guests that haven't listened to any of them. Yeah. You don't have to listen. It's okay. Yeah. I listened to the first one. That's yeah. all that matters. <laughs> yeah. Well, we uh, we have. If you you know since you haven't listened, I'll, I'll give you a little uh, <laughs> synopsis of what we do oh, and no, why I'm you're here. I'm blowing this already. <laughs> no, not at all. A synopsis of of what we do and why you're here. So, part of the reason why we started the podcast was to highlight neighborhood bars and the importance that neighborhood bars have to the community. And so, uh, in like digging deeper into that, uh, we start finding you know. A lot of these uh, community spaces, um, gathering places in the community, you know, uh, you have, of course, you got little, you got restaurants, mm-hmm. you have uh, your parks, you have um, what am I leaving? Bars. You <laughs> 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 we have bars, um, and in some of the books that I've read, they also, you know, libraries talk about how libraries are really important um, to communities being able to create strong ties with other humans yes in spaces so that you're not just like you know tied to your your device and like not ever really connecting Mm -hmm. and so uh so it's like twofold of bringing you in and one is like to talk about what it's like to work at a library 
where yeah. people mm-hmm. are coming and going all the time and you know and you get to see humanity mm-hmm. <laughs> you know <laughs> that is my humanity <laughs> yeah. so you know uh i suspect that there's a lot of similar people that do kind of come in oh to, sure you know, we've got our regulars absolutely yeah it's just like really oh totally similar to a bar? i kind of when i well when i started working uh i started working for the library like eight years ago and so my background is service industry bartending but i have a, a degree in english lit okay. right and um one of my bar regulars was she worked for the archives and mm-hmm. was like you know could kind of tell i was over service industry i'd been in service industry for like 15 years or something and she was like you should come work for the library they're hiring and i was like that sounds like a good idea cool yeah and so i started working for the library and i was like wow this is actually a perfect meld of like my experience behind a bar and like kind of you know uh managing people in that way but then also having like this literature background at the same time i was like this is so crazy but like this is actually like a perfect kind of you know meld of that experience yeah and then uh yeah so i worked for i started working for the public library like eight years ago and i did i worked in a branch um for about a year and a half and then i started working the archives so i've been there for um about seven years and so yeah funny enough my bar regular uh who was like you should work at the art at the uh library uh, you know two years later i was sharing an office with her in the archives and i was like you're the reason why i started working here so shout out to yvonne thanks yeah (laughs) thanks for that (laughs) wait for clarification just because simply i don't know and i'm sure a lot of people don't know what is the archives oh my gosh i love talking about (laughs) okay good okay so um, people that are passionate about their work we love them (laughs) i know people that love their jobs we exist we exist (laughs) um okay so uh i work in the city archives and special collections this is a department of the public library um we're located on the third floor of the main library downtown um what we do is we take care of the municipal records for the city of the mm-hmm. city oh, okay, um yeah. so you know mayor's records city council records all the city agencies um we have all their records we have records going back to you know the municipal founding of the city with the spanish cabildo in 1796 okay, um yeah. so you know all your laws that you know all the ordinances and resolutions that are passed you know we have copies of all that um dating back to the 1700s um we have court records civil court records criminal court records Mm. um we do a lot of genealogy stuff um so our job which we are written into the um we're written into the code of the city which is like what lays out city government and the ordinances are what you know dictate the laws Mm -hmm. so in 1946 um was when the archives was transferred to the library um under like the library control yeah uh yeah i guess library control and um yeah so what we do is it's our job to make sure that the records of the government are preserved and accessible to the public so it's twofold obviously like as an archivist like you know it's very important to make sure that we're capturing this information of like what is happening in the government but at the same time uh it's to make an access make it accessible because the records belong to the public Mm -hmm. right everything that we have is open to the public um so you know you come in we have all of our stuff you know with all of our collections described on our website and you know you find something that you're interested in make an appointment come in uh and you know you want to look at 
what happened in city council meeting in 1922 great let's take a look at what happened in the city council meeting in 1922 um so it's really interesting to see how you know municipal records kind of inform um other aspects of what was happening in the city Mm -hmm. um and then especially when you're talking about like neighborhood spaces and you know um historically like what the city's attitude was toward that and Mm -hmm. how that plays out through legislation and through like what you know through different campaigns and things like that so yeah so the the bulk of my uh well all of my work is yeah all of my work is in the archives not in um you know traditional like a traditional library setting we just we're in the library but the things that I do are very different than what happens like on the first floor of the main library or over sure, here yeah, at Alvar yeah, yeah. or whatever. But, right. um, but yeah, I do have, you know, I have some experience working in branches, but yeah. Do they ever call like for backup or something like, we need you down here. Like oh, for an <laughs> archive emergency? <laughs> or so just the to archive... be like a librarian on hand, you mean? <laughs> like, well, well, we, we have security guards. <laughs> we need you down here now. Archives, we, we need you on the first we, floor immediately. So, I mean, archives emergencies are like, there's a leak and it's dripping. Oh, shit. It's <laughs> preservation. So, we're like, so we're like yeah. all hands on deck, first floor, come on, let's go. Wait, so, all or, of this you is know, in paper. Well, records come in many different forms. A right. lot of it um, is paper. No, 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 it's not. This is not a stupid question at all. <laughs> this is not. This is like... This is not, yeah. This I'm is just part of the course. This y'all, is very like, normal. Three of you in a room surrounded by piles of papers up That's, to the ceiling. Well, the Literally old, what my office looks like. Yeah, the Amazing. old stuff yeah. was paper. I mean, the old no, stuff. No, for sure. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, and there's still, and we the still get a paper, lot of, right. we still get a lot of paper. I mean, the majority of stuff, like, um, that's created is created electronically, but there's a lot of stuff that we still get that's paper. Um, but yeah, so we've got paper. <laughs> <laughs> It uh, still exists. It still <laughs> exists. My, a lot of microfilm. So microfilm is oh, still yeah. like uh-huh, the uh-huh. Um, one of the top choices of uh, of like long term preservation for stuff that you're migrating from paper. Right. Um, <laughs> I'm, it's the good to know. It's good to know that the paper and microfiche are, uh, mm-hmm. is still still used. Absolutely. Uh, it seems like when it goes into the digital realm, that it's just like very like almost not there i mean or that yeah. it, it could be there today and then gone tomorrow so well that's another big part of it is digital yeah. archiving so we do that too we have a right. lot you know increasingly more and more stuff is digital um so yeah we have yeah we've got lots of systems in place uh to take care yeah. of stuff um, well i remember okay so i found out about you being a librarian and working in the archives because i was trying to research that barbershop murder that keeps coming up on the podcast. And so Brittany is the entire reason why I found any of the proof that that <laughs> existed yeah. by showing me uh, that you don't, one, don't have to go to the library. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, you were like... I came to the back porch and yeah. you were like, I hear you're <laughs> like meddling around <laughs> in files or something. And I was like, I thought that I had to go to the library and look through one of those like old school newspaper things you see in movies which you can do i mean we still have like which i still want to we do. still have i don't know um eight or nine microfilm machines that are used every day people look at microfilm every single day cool. and all the old newspapers not all but we have a huge newspaper collection absolutely and people come in and look at newspapers yeah um but no you were like I want to look, I'm looking for this. I want to look for information about this, you know, yeah. barbershop murder thing. And I was like, let me sign you up for a library card. Yeah, you're like, Dude. You can do research <laughs> from the comfort of your own home. Like literally, yeah. if you just like, if anyone is, 
if anyone talks to me long enough, it's going to come out that I'm like, wait, why don't you just get a library card? What are you still paying for Audible when you could just get listen to ebooks for free with your library card? You buy books in this economy? Like yeah, it's I, yeah. I'm out of control Dumb when I'm like good. pushing <laughs> I'm yeah. pushing people to like sign up for a library card because you can get so much stuff. But yeah, so you get access to the digital newspaper. Mm-hmm. Um, and which it, I still don't totally understand is, how to find anything on there. I've tried without your like help being right there. And I can't find shit. Well, good for good thing for you <laughs> that I know you. <laughs> that well, a you know me, but b, um, we on the archives website we have lots of like how tos and tips on oh, searching and all this stuff. Tutorials. So yeah, tutorials, that. all that stuff. But um, yeah, it's also easier to search through um, the for the on the digital newspapers than it is to go look at microfilm because you can't like search by subject. You have to, you're just searching by date and you're just like reeling through the microfilm, you know, Um, you go to the computer or on your laptop from the comfort of your own home. And you know, you type in your, you know, your guy's name, some facts or suspected facts about the case that you're looking for. And Mm -hmm. then there's all the newspaper articles. Well, you know, um, Campanella. Yeah. I, Uh, well, you, well, yes. Uh, I, I actually, I was <laughs> I'm like, not like, oh yeah. I was like, I'm gonna email. Buddies, I'm gonna email him, um, and see about like researching the building here, and see, because there's a few things I've been wanting to find out, mm-hmm. and I've hit dead ends, and like I spent a couple hours trying one time, and I was like, I can't get anywhere, and he and he actually responded the same oh, day, cool. and he said. Public library. I was about to say, I do property <laughs> research all day. <laughs> he said, and he, he like used the, the initials like New Orleans, like the NPL or something. I was like, I, I was asking, I was like, what is that? NOPL is the <laughs> like, New Orleans Public Library. Yes, I was like, oh God, I'm so stupid. And then he said that there's like a, the two, a Tulane website, something from Tulane. He said, if you have these two, you can find a whole lot of stuff just by punching in right. addresses and stuff will like, you know, it's amazing what you can find, he said. Yeah. And of course, I haven't really used the information yet, but I'm, it's, <laughs> but it's, it's on there. My, it's on my list. Sure, you know. Um, but now that we have you, I don't have to do any of that. <laughs> now that we have you as the uh, the head of the BJ's archives, I will just do a full history of yeah. Just the quit your job and you, you can just do this. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Right. No, we'll just we just need like an extra tutorial. We need to watch those videos. Yeah, we need to watch it. But the th- the thing is, also, once I start, once you start doing that stuff and like searching for something, it's a rabbit hole thing too. You like can get, I get sucked oh, into that totally. stuff, and I'm like going around, you know, all kinds of spaces. Yeah. And then, and then next thing I know, it's hours later, and I'm my, I'm bug eyed out. I'm like, what the hell That's just like happened? How I leave work every day. <laughs> I because I do a lot of research for people that don't live in town, or you know, sure. um, I also do a lot of. Um, I do a lot of research with old police records. Um, oh, so these are really fragile and a lot of them are not accessible to the public because they're so fragile, but like staff can research them for people. Cool. Um, and so I do a lot of newspaper research and then that will bring me to, okay, well, let me look for arrest records or old offense reports about, you know, incidents that happened in the forties or the fifties. And then, you know, some of these, some of these reports are like 40 pages long. And wow. then I like start reading them. And I'm like, what in the world? Right. You know, you hear, I'm reading about these like crazy car chases and stuff mm-hmm. in 1942 and, yeah. you know, and it's, I mean, of course it's interesting and like I'm interested in the narrative, but it's also interesting to see like the way that things are being reported, um, the kind of information that um, the agencies and like the police department was collecting, how they're like categorizing, you know, different suspects and things like that. So like another part of 
like the power of municipal archives is that, you know, it tells you a lot without directly saying a lot, you know, right. you kind of place it into the context of, okay, well, what was the government's attitude in 1940 about something, you know, yeah, or, you, yeah. yeah, you can How kind of extrapolate it, yeah. can tell you a lot about, you know, what their values are. Exactly. You right. can kind of extrapolate from, you know, the way that the records are kept or not kept. Yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. which probably has a lot to do with race. Sure. Yes. Uh, you know, yes. like, and so like the, the probably, uh, Records for, for people of color, you know, back then, just like whatever, do they exist or not exist, or they're just harder to find, or like? Um, I mean, it depends on uh, it depends on the types of records that there are. I mean, obviously, like when you're doing genealogy research, when you're uh, researching people of color, the histories are way more difficult to yeah. to um, to research. Um, <clears throat> but you know, when I'm talking about records from like the forties and the fifties or like police records or, you know, uh, city records, stuff like that. Um, a lot of it is like, or even the newspapers, mm -hmm. you can see yeah. coded language everywhere. Oh, for you know? sure. right, right. Um, me and, uh, my colleague did a lot of research, um, for the street renaming commission for the city council when oh, they were wow. renaming all the streets, uh, or proposing to rename right. all the streets, yeah. uh, like, to, like during the beginning of COVID. Mm -hmm. um, so we researched, uh, shoot, I don't know, I guess it was like 30 or 40 streets around town and they were uh, looking for ties to the Confederacy, white supremacy, right. Right. who the streets yeah, yeah. were named after, when they were named, you know, all this stuff. And, you know... Busy uh, time for you, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, so it kind of, we like very quickly, we kind of like approached it like, not cocky but we were like oh like i can find this ordinance and this is easy and like yeah okay who's robert e lee named after yeah like, sure I know that. check easy <laughs> yeah, yeah. and then we started running into some of these other streets that we were like oh wait what oh wait okay there's no like official ordinance on the books it just like got named and so Whoa. then we started so then we started researching okay well how are streets named and what avenues like they went through which you know that like opens up a whole nother thing with okay well let's look at the history of the neighborhood and how the neighborhood developed and okay this came you know once plantation land was sold was sold off and then how was it subdivided right. and okay and yeah, then property yeah, yeah. owners Whoa, were just man. naming streets whatever they wanted or naming them after themselves right of and course. then it wasn't until like 1912 or something that an ordinance was passed saying all right the city like has to approve like what you name your street yeah you can't just so, be like bill franklin street. Yeah, yeah uh so like i mean that's why well i actually don't know the history of craps street but you know the 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 local lore is that um treme i mean not treme marini yeah, yeah loved craps and like or he invented the game or, or some shit or maybe he invented a game so i don't I, know I, I don't i don't remember but um yeah so he like liked the game so he was like oh this is crap street <laughs> um but so he started like researching this and we're like okay well so land is just subdivided people yeah. just own land they just name the streets whatever they want and then that's why in like I don't know, the late 1800s, you had like five Bienvilles around town, you know? Right. So then there was these major structural changes where they renamed a ton of streets and they renumbered the street system in like the 1880s. And then, 
in the 1920s, there was another huge renaming of like 150 streets or something. And we were like, all right, well, who wrote this ordinance? Who picked these street names? Who did this? And then we looked at the commissioner and the city council member and the the like local historian and we were like oh did they have ties to to white supremacy or to confederate organizations and you know so it's just kind of we just kind of approached it with okay this is like this is the the factual record that is that exists in the government in the you know municipal archives Mm -hmm. this is you know the way that things are reported on in the newspaper this is the kind of language that they're using this is uh, you know some biographical information about the guys that are making the decisions yeah you know as an archivist I'm not saying I'm not putting any kind of moral stance or judgment on what's happening I'm just presenting just providing the all of the information and that goes so, to city council you make a report and get so that on was to city that did yeah. yeah so we we wrote a report um, it got passed on to the street renaming commission and they had a they had like a team of um they had a team that was reviewing um, and and doing other history and reviewing uh, you know all these streets and yeah. stuff. But like so the the research that we did was a was a big. You how know, many people were, were in on that? Um, I don't know how many people were on their like review team. No, we on, kinda, on your on your team. Yeah. Oh, it was just me and my colleague. Holy yeah. shit! <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> it, was, it was two of us. Um, <laughs> I mean, well, we only we only awesome. did like thirty streets. It wasn't like yeah. look at every street in New Orleans. I would still yeah, you'd be still be busy doing that, right? Which you know, and that's so hot. Like we still get questions about that. You know, like, yeah. we still get people that are yeah. like challenging, um, you know, stuff that we found or stuff that we didn't find. And yeah. because like, not Great. all of them were changed. Um, not all thirty streets. I don't know what the status of yeah, the totally. changing. We was. should look I into mean, it honestly, for you so you know what honestly, your work is like, doing. Like <laughs> by the end of that project, I was like, I don't want to look at streets anymore. <laughs> I bet, I bet. <laughs> You're the one that's digging up like the tiles on the street so you don't have to see the street names. I was like, I don't. No, it's not me. Oh my gosh, no. Um, Go well, into Brittany's house the, and they're all tiles. like my bathroom is just the street tiles. I'm like, who me? No, absolutely. Yeah. Not. So Save listener, don't ask Brittany about <laughs> fucking streets about why they're named this or what that. But no, actually, you can ask I'm me. Gonna I ask do love. One. I do love talking. I'm going to. I'm going to um, segue right here because um, uh, two episodes ago we mm-hmm. interviewed. Uh, we went to sister the oh, sister right, street right, house. Right. Yeah. And we interviewed Johnny Loretta, and we were talking about. Um, my assumption about Sister Street over there mm-hmm. was that it was named Sister Street because the Ursuline nun, uh, th- they owned the, all that property. Correct assumption. Oh, yeah. There you go. Hello. Look at that. Hello. Put a feather Hello. in your archivist hat there. I remember I, was, I bet you a hundred <laughs> bucks, but you didn't take the bet. Yeah, because it made it sense. Makes yeah. sense. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not going to like, um, I'm so, smart. <laughs> Yeah, you smart. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. So Sister Street, yes, was named Sister Street after the Ursuline Convent. Um, the convent was, yes, along the river there for almost 100 years. Hmm. Um, before that, so originally the Ursuline nuns came over in like, I don't know, the mid-1700s or something. Uh-huh. And they came over, um, uh, you know, when New Orleans is still a French colony. And uh, they were here to educate the the young ladies of the colony oh um, sure and, and you know uh, <laughs> uh spread well yeah, were, yeah. stuff too yeah, missionary were, stuff saving souls saving souls yeah. exactly yeah. 
Um, but so their original convent was in the quarter. Um, and well, actually there was like a small, there was like a small wooden structure that they were in for a little while. And then they built like the big Ursuline convent in the quarter, which right. is there now. And there's uh-huh. like a, there's a Ursuline convent museum there and everything. Um, and then, uh, kind of as the city started expanding and getting like, you know, the, the French quarter is getting more, you know, populous and yeah, bustling more people whatever. are moving more there. people are moving there. So then it wasn't really, they, I, I believe they were like, they were a cloistered, uh, uh, order, okay. um, which means they stay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so then they moved, um, in, I don't know, the like mid 1800s and they moved to, they, they built the Into convent. What? Yeah. Where, it, where the water right, is. Right yes. Now. Where yeah. the water is. Yeah. And then they, um, as the city kept expanding, um, they moved in like 1909, 1910 mm-hmm. in anticipation of the industrial canal getting right. put there. Right. Um, I don't know if I've kind of read conflicting reports on whether it was the nuns moved and it just was happenstance that, okay, this is where we decided to put the industrial canal. Oh, they were looking sure. at, well, they were looking at different, um, different areas. Yeah. And I'm talking, I mean like timeline, like whether right. it was a nudge by the city uh-huh. or, or if they were just it, was, like, we're moving. it was like, we're going uptown. Sure. Um, and it just aligned. Right. I don't know. I can't, I, I don't know. I suspect, suspect but that, that, I suspect yeah. that what you suspect. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> suspecting. Is that the federal government? The federal Heard. government was looking for a place to put it, and they're yeah. like, "Well, look this at this. Looks pretty all good. these nuns, these nuns own all of this, and so if they would sell it to us, then we can, you know, dig this trench." Yeah. Well, that, I mean, that's probably what. Uh, Maybe we got to look into who funded the convent oh. moving to uptown i don't give a shit then not Brit- <laughs> not britney not britney i'm talking about <laughs> oh i thought you meant not i didn't fund it i'm like yeah i think the listeners no, no, no. know that i'm just saying like maybe the city put a little uh, i do care I more know. about uh so we're really interested in in our in the bywater what you know what's called the bywater now you know and these this neighborhood and and how it's come up um do you know when it was renamed the Bywater? Do you have any idea or or how so, that came about? From what I can discern, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> is <laughs> in lovely New Orleans tradition, you know, you just start calling something something yeah. because a it's by the water. It's by well, a it's by the water, and b we want to make it sound nicer than it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, absolutely. Yeah. You know, um. So, yeah, I mean, I, I haven't really found any like official, it's not even this official. is what this, well, so many neighborhood names aren't, That's you know, true, yeah. uh, I mean, even especially now, you know, you look on like Zillow or something and you're like, I'm sorry, what? what yeah. 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 Is that? The new I'm like, I'm, or I'm like, I'm yeah. born and raised in New Orleans. I've never heard of that before in my life, right. you know, but, um, yeah, as far as like official renaming, I think I read that it kind of colloquially wheelie however you say that mm-hmm. word yeah. started being referred to as the bywater in like the 40s or the 30s mm-hmm. um oh interesting but you know traditionally let's see i can talk about the bywater from like like in the 1830s <laughs> wow yeah. let's like yeah, let's, let's scoot start, back a little bit <laughs> let's scoot back a little bit um so uh, new orleans has this very interesting odd weird 
part of their history. Um, from 1836 to 1852, mm-hmm. the city was divided into three separate municipalities. So we were one city. Yeah. But we had three different municipalities. So that means okay. uh, we had one mayor, but three different areas. They each had their own city council, Whoa. their own treasurer, their own police departments, their own, like these three separate divisions. Their own brewery. So a lot of, yes, their own brewery, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> so, and a lot of this had to do with like, um, you know, so the old city, the old French city, mm-hmm. French Spanish city at the French Quarter, mm-hmm. it's called the first municipality. Okay. The second municipality is the new anglicized American sector. So mm. this is um, post Louisiana Purchase when right. more Americans are moving in. So mm-hmm. you've got the French, you've got the American sector, and then us, the third municipality. Uh, oh, over uh, when here. I say us, yeah, yeah, uh, down here, yeah. yeah. So Ninth from Ward. Esplanade, from Esplanade down, yeah, mm-hmm. through the Ninth Ward third municipality is like you know the poorer area the creole area sure um and so yeah so these these municipal divisions already i don't know it just reminds me of um just the way that uh the way that like neighborhood divisions kind of happen Mm -hmm. too sometimes like historically Mm -hmm. um obviously this didn't work out because it's not sustainable to have three different city councils for one city plus one overarching plus one overarching city council to like deal with stuff that the three city councils couldn't deal with so it's just bizarre and so in 1852 they reunited right plus uh the, the city of lafayette which is um uptown so that became part of new orleans as well um that was in jefferson parish and then they remapped out you know the municipal districts in the city um so it things are always changing um and do you think they were just uh, every new moment of change that's happening with this is all just more population coming to the city or is it just change of time like like when they're like okay this isn't working we need to make this all one situation is it just a lot of of people are coming um, I mean, I think that a lot of people coming kind of made those changes happen right. or people were, you know, um, wanting those changes to happen. Um, I also think that the state kind of stepped in and they oh, were sure. like, guys, <laughs> what y'all this doing down there? Works. What y'all doing down there? I mean, and also at this time, like New Orleans is such a lucrative port. Um, sure. And. Uh, More so then. Yeah. 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 Uh, so. I could see it just not being a functional system. Yeah. You know, if you have these three different municipalities and, and probably um, rivalries. Uh, Absolutely. And yeah. I mean, I think you can kind of, I send, I still, you know, I, I feel that some of this generational <laughs> shit or whatever, but like, because I love the, this by the, by the ninth ward so much, uh-huh. I sometimes shit on the other <laughs> other <laughs> neighborhoods. Like, oh, sh- like recently. I mean, when we use like the other neighborhoods as like, like adjectives like oh that's so uptown yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> there was this article i don't know in what recently that said that mid city was the seventh best neighborhood in the world i saw that oh, oh i saw that wait, what and, and so <laughs> and I have, you did a spit take <laughs> <laughs> totally and, I, and i'm still like you know like mm-hmm. I'll, I'll be driving down at, uh, you know down broad street and it's like all this fucking trash. i was like look at it seventh best neighborhood in the world oh, <laughs> pretty sweet over here you know just and but wait, I, what? I, but it's just like basically 
Oh, just we have so much. Na- we all have so much neighborhood pride. Yes, like neighborhood where we pride. come yeah. from. Everyone's the name- like that. Yeah, in every city. totally. Um, you know, like, yeah, it doesn't matter what neighborhood you live in or or what neighborhood you were born in. Like, you still have neighborhood pride. I mean, uh, yes, I'm a New Orleans native. I grew up in Lakeview. And it's must be <laughs> nice. <laughs> must be I'm nice. very aware. I, <laughs> I'm very aware of the privilege that I grew up in, yeah, as, sure. and my experience growing up in New Orleans being very different than you know the experiences of a lot of other New Orleans natives that didn't grow up in Lakeview. Totally. Um, but there is still a little part of me that's like, oh, Lakeview. <laughs> I'm like, I yeah. love the lakefront. Like, what? Oh, Lakeview. You yeah, know, I've lived sure. in the Marinier Bywater for like 15 years, but I'm still, yeah, of course. I'm like, yeah, I yeah, love you the have lakefront. childhood memories there. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, 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 I get totally. that. Totally. Yeah. And I still have a little, you know, oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you well, drive by, you're as like, you oh. should, As you should. You know, yeah, I mean, it's pretty. It even, is. You know, yeah. even me, you know, c- growing up in small town Missouri, um, in Warrensburg, I ran as fast as I could from that shit. Um, but I'm like, but now, you know, I'm like. Oh. And you think about it and you go, oh. Yeah, <laughs> I never feel that way about my home. <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> I haven't been back in years. Where are you from? I'm from like outside of Chicago in the west suburbs. Oh. Ooh, we learned more about Howie. Look oh, out. Yeah. Oh. You didn't know where I was from, Scully? <laughs> <laughs> well, the listener. I'm talking about the listener. Oh, yeah, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, people are always trying to find out Chicago more about land. Howie. She's, she's mm. mysterious. Mysterious. Yeah, and it likes to keep it that way. Because, you know, it's, Silence. N- it's none of, th- <laughs> it's nobody's fucking business in her words. Yeah, true. In her it's words. nobody's fucking business. <laughs> um, well, th- I think that's really cool. Uh, I never really heard that about uh, the Ninth Ward, you know, the French area, the American area, and then ni- the Ninth Ward being the, the Creole, Creole and the poorer right. area. And I mean, that would also explain why they dug the trench through it, through it because they you know whenever they have to do these huge project federal projects mm-hmm. they always do it where you know in through poor neighborhoods sure i mean it's just like out the, like outliers of the city yeah, yeah. The outlier like, layers yeah, yeah with the quotes yeah areas, excuse but me. it would explain it explains i mean yeah because that was a question we had we were like why did they choose to put it here i mean whatever so but in the uh in the colonial era they there was another attempt to dig a canal to mm. connect the river to the lake, mm-hmm. right? Um, which was the Carondelet Canal, and it ran from behind the French Quarter to the lake, which is the footprint of the Lafitte Greenway, right. is the old Carondelet yeah. Canal. Oh yeah. Um, and so, I mean, it didn't go all the way to the river, but it went to the quarter, which was sure ends to you know the back of the quarter, which was like the main industrial. Um, area so i don't know that's just interesting to think about like think about the city the size of the city and then think about the city expanding and you know the different choices that yeah. they made um to where where to put these these things yeah yeah mm-hmm. i mean now that we've talked about the seventh prettiest city in the world mid city it's making me <laughs> shout out to mid city <laughs> Seventh, um, seventh, the seventh city is na- prettiest neighborhood. Is that oh, what the city is? No, oh, just like best, just best, most okay. livable. Oh, just best. I mean, oh, I think well, good. I will is, say, yeah, I fine. lived in Mid City for like a year. Yeah, before Katrina, when mm-hmm. I was like nineteen. 
Did you like I it? I liked it. Yeah, it I like pretty. going over there for sure. It was right I'm the not park. throwing shade. I'm just no, confused well, <laughs> by that stat. I, think <laughs> I was also confused. I know. Every, I, everybody's I confused. wonder what the metrics are. Like, well, are it's they? the yeah. museum and city park oh. and the bayou. Yes. And, hey, and city this, park is, is you know, it's good. So, it, I mean, it's a pretty sweet. Would recommend. It is yeah. Good. But it's making me, what I was trying to say is that I'm curious about the bayou, like the, the bayou St. John. And that history, which I don't know if any of us know anything about that, but that's another waterway in the city that I know nothing about. Yeah, sure. Like, I don't know a ton about Bayou St. John, but just in general, you know, the canal system and the drainage system in New Orleans, like, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) no, but y'all are going to laugh at me when I say this, but there was a time when the drainage system in New Orleans, we were like world renowned like we were cutting edge like cutting edge world renowned technology Mm -hmm. like like people were making their blueprints for their drainage system off of new orleans the pumps like the wood screw pumps that everyone has heard about that um were invented here in like the early i don't know early 1900s like 1912 or 20 or something like Mm -hmm. that they were the most powerful pumps like in the world at Whoa. that time like it was wild yeah. how like new orleans has experienced so many of these like we're on the cutting edge of this and we're on the cutting edge of yeah. that you know back in like the wpa era we had you know one of the most like robust um local market uh right 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 local markets like mm-hmm. i mean the saint rock market is one of is one of the markets the um shoot what was it called I can't remember the one, but it's right across from Bud Rips on Burgundy. That was a, um, that was a public market. Mm. Um, oh, the one that burned down? Or no, th- no, 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 on, no, no. On the other directly side. across. Yeah, that oh, brick yeah. building on yeah, the corner. The and they all kind of, yeah, they all kind of look the same too. Um, but yeah, we had like 50 public markets all around town. Oh. Like things like that, that, you know, you look back and you're like, well, look what we were doing. Yeah. You know, like that'd be nice again. <laughs> well, it was, it was an economic powerhouse back sure, then. Sure, yeah. You know, it's not, you know, for yeah, with the port. whatever reason you know it kind of fell off um but new orleans is such a um i just love this so the the city so um mid city would have been like the american part when you talk about the three municipalities with that with that so you got your french quarter mid city so most of mid city was still like not even not even developed yet yeah like here's my little you know my little my lakeview pride (laughs) (laughs) yeah throw it out um so uh yeah, a lot of that area in City Park area was all swamp and it wasn't dredged until the early 1900s. And mm. so, you know, talking about this, these the drainage being um, us being like cutting edge drainage, a lot of it was out of pure necessity because so much yeah. of the city was just swamp and the city was right. expanding and everybody wanted to move here. So they dredged all the swamp and then, you know, filled it in and then built on top of it and then, you know had this intricate system of canals and drainage pumps and all this stuff before any of that um drainage was not like in the hands of the municipal government it was kind of up to the property owner i mean and this is like pre this is this is older this is like pre every street is paved kind of time but yeah you would kind of dig a trench in front of your house okay like what do you do in the country 
sure yeah, yeah i don't yeah, yeah. know yeah you still do that you still do that Sorry. <laughs> i grew up in like the, i don't know like I, like on the like farm areas like in lafayette area you'll still do that like you yeah, just everyone you just, has a big yeah, like, like a moat big, yeah like a little front. moat yeah and then you drive over your tiny bridge over your moat and yeah, you go to your land and it drains yes and then yeah, yeah. You, you you get to drive over the street that you named after yes, yourself exactly over yeah. your own moat and then you go yeah if you're um, missing those days y'all <laughs> back to the country well we've come a long way since then we yeah did. we um, have yeah you know uh hopefully the that drainage system that we have you know keeps keeps pumping because yeah uh, i know. heard something yeah. about how because because they're all like the original pumps they can't fix them like some of them can't be fixed Still because got the wood screws. yeah because <laughs> like the technology is no longer here <laughs> or something but i don't know I don't know. Uh, we don't know. <laughs> I'm that. like, I could talk about what was going on in 1920. Yeah, yeah. I can't today. really speak to today's <laughs> stuff. Yeah, we need, to, we need to get an engineer on here. Well, we I have a lot of questions, but I'm not going to, you know, I think we've we've covered a lot of ground already. Yeah, uh, but, I feel but, like my brain is swollen <laughs> from yeah. so much knowledge. Yeah, yeah sorry if I just spit that out was awesome. just too much. But <laughs> no, that was completely awesome. But I what feel would blessed. you say um, to our, you know, for the listener, um, you know, we we love our libraries, you know. Um, you know, we have the Alvar Library just a couple blocks away from here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so we encourage, as, a, as somebody that works in the library, you encourage people to get a library card. You en- And would you, you encourage people to go visit their library yes, and, and check out books and, and use the, the... Use the computers. Use, use the, the computers. Um, like, is there any etiquette you would recommend? For <laughs> what do you mean? Etiquette? <laughs> You know, I lo- <laughs> libraries aren't like the quiet spaces that like everyone thinks that they are. There's a lot of hustle and bustle that yeah. happens there. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, I wouldn't say, you know, bust in with like a boom box and start like breakdancing <laughs> in the middle of the library necessarily. But I don't yeah. know. There's also like a ton of programs where there's a time and a place for that, too. But, yeah, there's um, a lot of programming in libraries. Uh, there's, a t- there's so much stuff. Yeah. They have there's so much stuff going on. The vibrant, um, vibrant spaces. Yeah, and um, yeah, it's just just go visit and we yeah. but, check you it know, out. We, it, how, what can we do? Yeah, what can our listener do to you know? Because we know that in a lot of cities and around the country, you know, libraries when they talk about you know um, balancing the budget, right? Yeah, it's like defunding. one of the things that they, that that um, especially coming from you know the Republicans yeah, is, yeah, is, yeah. is 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 to like defund libraries what do these libraries do for for the community that's just a waste of money blah 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 they should be funded by private you know um right donations and such and so and so forth so like when we talk to our listener and, and and you know establish how important they are to the community like what can uh our our listeners and citizens of new orleans do to make sure that you know that the libraries we have continue to exist um you know and are safe um, and that maybe we could, you know, if they were really thriving, they, we could. There could be three of you, three oh, yeah, of me, doing all your archive work. <laughs> I mean, I don't work alone. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> I, I don't work in a. I don't work alone. I have. There's eight people in my department. That's awesome. Um, yeah. But you know, all I can say again, I'm not speaking as a representative of the New Orleans Public oh, Library right. or of the city. I'm speaking as a 
just a citizen and library user, just yeah. use the library. Just visit, use the yeah. library. Get a card. Yeah. Visit it. Visit use it. Use it. Yeah. And yeah. What, what kind of resources are there that, that people may not know about? Like if you go to the library, you know, because... I mean, people, a lot of it is, a lot of the resources are like not you don't even have to be in the library to use them. You know, all yeah. these this, these newspaper databases yeah. that you can do research from from home. You can look at all these old um, fire insurance maps that, like, go back to the 1800s. With, it kind of offers, like, an aerial view mm-hmm. of the city, cool. all over the city. I was looking um, at newspaper archives this morning just in preparation for this, and I found so many cool old ads. Yes. Oh, yeah. I mean, I could just look through that forever. Yeah, there's a bunch of really cool old ads in the um, old city directories that you can oh, look at online, shit. too. Okay. Um just through a ton of different databases there's like free classes there's um a ton of ebooks and audiobooks and movies and you know canopy has like all the criterion collection movies on oh, there really? that you can just like watch whoa yeah there's okay. just a ton of stuff um that yeah the library the library is just great yeah know? i mean also we talk a lot about how bars uh serve uh, a big purpose like post storms and post like COVID times and all of these moments where you still need community or you need a safe place to be. And the library is definitely that as well. So in a place like new Orleans, it's important to keep them around. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, my wheels are turning right now. I'm like, <laughs> okay, if you bring in your library card to BJ's, oh, we'll give you a free gin <laughs> seltzer. Yeah. We're trying to get rid of those. <laughs> <laughs> We have these. They are good. We though. have these long drink gin seltzers. <laughs> if you bring it, if you come to BJ's, I like this. Okay, yeah. If you come into BJ's, we have a case of them. So you know, the first twenty-four people that come in and show, you have a library card. It's, it's like a high noon, but it's made with gin. Gotcha. Um, you know, and they're they're pretty good. Mm-hmm. But I kind of got um, hustled into buying a case. <laughs> <laughs> I'm such a sucker to salesman. I am such a fucking sucker. Hey man, I really need you. To, uh, could you help me out, bro? Come it's on, man. I'm like, we could have like, like a deal okay, like this okay. every week. Okay, and then they're just sitting around. But they're good. It's just people don't know about them. So bring in your library card. Okay, show us cool. your library card, and we'll hook you up with uh, a, a gin seltzer for free, dog. Yeah, Cute. yeah. For we're free. trying to bring back service industry nights too. So oh, nice. maybe we'll put this as like a combo. You know. Yeah. Service industry plus library card holder. Man, yeah, we're getting there. Discounts. Cute. Um, <laughs> so w- we uh, will you come back and talk to us again sometime? Like if we have yeah. if we have a uh, a specific thing we're really digging into, and could you come and, and yeah, help totally. us help us through? We'll trade some you research. something cool. Of course. Some, no, yeah. some no gin. No way. Gin seltzers. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> well, also, Brittany, I'm happy to come talk before before we let you go. It's also important that we mention that you have a really great band and that you're a really great songwriter. Oh True. My gosh, thank you yeah, so yeah, yeah. much. Um, Night Medicine. That's and so sweet to say. You have some stuff on like Spotify, right? Yeah, we yeah. do. We have an album on Spotify. Yeah. Cool. yeah. And so check it out. Um, uh, do you mind if we we m- use a couple of your tracks in this podcast? Sure, go. For Hello, this will be all Brittany here. Uh, <laughs> so we'll have Yikes. some night medicine. <laughs> um, so, uh, uh, well, geez, thank you so yeah, much for thanks coming. Thanks for having me, y'all. This was awesome. This was great. But yeah. All right. Big love to the world out there. All right. Thanks. Go Brittany. get a library thanks. card. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Wow, what an interview. <laughs> wow. Wowie. Every time. No, that was really kick ass. It was awesome. Yeah. I um maybe we need to go to the library right now. I know. 
I know it. For real. For real. Well, okay, so Brittany hit me up after the interview, and she said that, like, she formally invited us to go to the archives. So I think we need to plan. Well, we definitely a need to day go. to go bother her. We need to go definitely now because we kind of have put ourselves in a spot where we need to do some research for real. That's true. <laughs> the pressure's on more than ever. Yeah, sometimes that's what you need, like to make it happen. You need to be like, yeah, we're gonna do this, and not, but we really. Yeah, you need to promise. Yeah, we we need to, and we're gonna do it. So let's do that this week. Yeah, this. I week, would yeah. I would love to go. I've I've been in in the library before, uh, the downtown library. Yeah. And I have been upstairs. Okay. And I, d- I have seen, but it's been 10 years, but I would like to go and see it for myself. Cool. To see like where she, wh- you know, where she works and like where yeah. all this get stuff is. Get a tour. Is. Yeah. Get a tour. We'll be insiders. Yeah. And then also get, you know, some simple tutorials on, on research. Yeah. I need to take notes. Yeah. Take some I notes. think. Yeah. You know, go back to school days, take some notes. Mm-hmm. So I'm not texting her every day. Yeah. <laughs> So where did I have to put the quotation marks? Oh, and then you're gonna get so good at it. She's gonna be. She's gonna miss all those texts that she used to get. Well, you know, well, you I doubt it. You're like somebody's. Bo- why are they always bothering me? When they ask me these questions about how to do this shit, and then like, yeah, you're like, learn this shit then yourself. They, then they learn it, and then you're like, how come they don't text me? Oh, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, but there were so many things in that interview um, that surprised me. Um, um, it's uh, there was some stuff that I felt vindicated, <laughs> like the really? sister, the sister street thing. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like, she's like, you're right. Yeah, you like, were right. Yeah, it totally makes whoop, sense. Whoop, whoop, I did a happy um, dance. I I also just like that the streets sometimes are named so it's almost like naming your dog when you're a little kid and it's yeah. just like, you know, stripes or, <laughs> you know, whatever orange. <laughs> it's like sister street. Yeah, New Orleans is we are pretty lucky that we have names of streets that are unique somewhere True, unique. Cause, yeah because a lot Instead of, of just a lot like of cities orange have the same and peach and names and then, you know yeah the fruit streets and the tree streets yeah um i love the you know lesseps i love that we're on lesseps and burgundy you know yeah i don't know the history of either one of those no well lesseps is a dude okay and burgundy was the french another dude no well yeah i think the the burt burt Burgundy was the French uh, monarch oh. family of monarchs. Were, were, were the maybe fuck? I'm a, I don't know. Well, I there, mean, I believe you there, because there, I don't know. There's a region of France called yeah, yeah, Burgundy yeah, 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 and the like wine, the wine and shit. Right? Um, I'm sitting here talking like I know something. I don't fucking know. Um, <laughs> You're inspired by um, by <laughs> how Brittany was talking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I, fucking sure of what she was talking about. Now we're like, yes. <laughs> Burgundy yeah. Street. Yeah, but uh, we'll we'll check in. I'll check. Let's I'm, double I'm, check. Now I said it. I believe you. Um, and I'm gonna I'm gonna get to the bottom of it. Yeah. But um, it got me thinking. Also, like if we, you know, say like we could rename the streets. Uh, yeah, yeah. Or, like, or, what uh, would we rename Lissaps? Um Or either one of our streets, really. We could name them after like beloved people, mm-hmm. which would be kind of fucking cool. Like Miss Jean Avenue. <gasps> <laughs> I don't know if she'd be embarrassed, but I would love that. Uh, Rolla Day Street. Yeah, Rolla Day. <laughs> if you know, you know. If you know. Um, <laughs> jammed cigarette machine. Yeah. Oh, the cigarette machine's gone. Anyway, I know. Well, um, 
we everyone know. is actually really mourning that loss and yeah. we're going to try to make it up to everyone with a replacement or something. Yeah, it's it's amazing how um how things change in a, uh, in 2 weeks, well 3 weeks. So many things have happened at the lounge. But That's let's true. continue to talk about Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, um, so one of the biggest things about um the interview that really stood out to me. I mean, we talk about how much we love libraries and how important they are which obviously they are, but something that I didn't fully realize is that the archives and all of that, all of those documents are open to the public. Like you don't need to justify why you're there. You can just be like, Hey, I'm here and I want to look at these papers yeah. and that they belong to all of us. Yeah. It's the people's business. It's the people's business yeah. to know. And I mean, granted I'm, you know, there's always the situation of there's some histories are lost. Some histories weren't recorded. Mm-hmm. All of that is obviously involved. But just knowing that all of those papers, they do belong to all of us. And it, it's our right to be able to educate ourselves on what was going on. Yeah. Um, which is awesome. It's not just the threat of losing books, which is also important and losing access to those stories. But it's also like if you lose libraries then you lose easy access to being able to look at the history of what happened to you and everyone else that lived here Mm -hmm. and everywhere it's fucking important yeah everybody needs to get uh their library card even if you don't go (laughs) just get one yeah for real um and Speaking of that, you know, we offered the long uh, drink seltzer. Oh, yeah, we sold out of those. Um, You can believe it. But, uh, you know, we did sell out. um, We don't have those. But I'll just say, you know, if you come in, Mm -hmm. you should in for the next couple weeks until our next episode. Yeah. uh, You know, we'll we'll, uh, we'll get you a high life. Fuck yeah. You get a free high life if you show your library card. Yeah. Yeah. One a day. One a day. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) No, not one a day. Just one, motherfucker. Well, how are we all gonna know? You know, it's not the same bartender every day. (laughs) We we ain't. We ain't. We're gonna stamp your library card. (laughs) But no, bring it. uh, Bring it in. We'll give you a high life. Absolutely. Or a PBR, whichever you choose. Um, Something out of the red cooler. But we love our library. We love our libraries. Yeah, we do. And we need them. And everybody needs to. To step up. It's one of those things that sometimes we we kind of forget, um, the, you know, what importance certain institutions have. No, for sure. Like the you post know, office. And, you know, because you're like, well, I haven't been to the library for years. I don't think they really matter. And then when they go, there's a ripple effect. You Definitely. know, a ripple effect that, you, you know, you're not aware of the... Um, of the unintended consequences of losing different institutions like that, you know? So it's really important that we, you know, continue to support them. Yeah. Not um, to be preachy, but yeah, I know I'm getting kind of preachy, huh? Both of us are, yeah. but it's, it's, you know, yeah, but just it, go get a library card, love your library and go make an appointment with Brittany and then, um, you know, ask yeah. her questions. Yeah. If you need to know something, um, go ahead, um, get in there. Yeah, I, I know. I'm. I'm. My wheels are turning right now about all this kind of stuff that we're going to be digging up for um, our his our history. Oh yeah, and then she. Uh, this isn't in the interview, but yeah. she was talking about um, all the documentation of the projects that were going to happen but didn't happen. Yeah, and I need to make all those sculptures, and so I need to bother her. We need to go like yeah. next week. Yeah, we'll go next week. 
Um, I'm going to continue doing some research. Um, I'm trying to get into some uh, some different databases. Okay. Yeah. I'm trying to get into this Tulane database. You're trying to be a hacker? Campanella told me no. <laughs> no. Just, it's, just a, it's just a database open to Tulane students. So I'm trying to figure out I know, I'm just how kidding. to get in there Man, i'm I just picturing you I back here in the office and you're like in all black and like industrial music's pounding and you're like hacking <laughs> with the big like security cameras <laughs> yeah <laughs> well no just mass amounts of mushroom God, coffee i can't, I can't. no no I, and man i wish i could have learned how to do that stuff up um but nope not good with binary code. Don't know anything about it. I didn't. Even, I don't it. even know what binary code is. Yeah, it's ones and zeros. But, um, so we love Brittany. Yeah, um, thank you for coming on. Um, we're gonna have more information for everyone about the history. Yeah, and uh, make sure you come on in with that library card. We'll hook you up with PBR High Life. Um, in fact, I'm going to text my bartenders right after this. <laughs> let them know that that's a real thing. Nobody's going to hassle you. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's going to be like, you can't pay with a library card. Yeah, yeah no. Because at BJ's, you can. You can. Still tip your bartender. Don't be stingy. I was just going to say. You yeah. Know, give Don't piss everybody a, off. Give a big tip. Um, anyways, uh, we'll be back in a little bit. Yeah. Uh, with our calendar. And then you're going to hear another song. By Night Medicine. By Night yeah, Medicine. It's beautiful. And... Uh, uh, so we'll see you in a sec. Bada bing. Do you want to stay in? Do you want to go out? Can you tell me? with the BJ's Lounge calendar for mm. February 2024 into March. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> it was official sounding. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, enough of that because we're not very official around here. Um, on Thursday, the 22nd, we've got Pony Hunt and Hunter Hicks and Sequoia. Yeah. Show starting at 9 p.m. Don't y- be late. Yeah. I suppose it was going to be a songwriter showcase thing, but I think they're going to bring their bands. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and that uh, that was booked. You know, we have Sally Baby and the Silver Dollars on Thursdays. Yeah. Um, this was booked before we had them on a weekly. Um, but Sally Baby and it, their Thursdays here have been so great lately. They've been awesome, they, yeah. They've really established an identity. Um, so, you know, come by on any Thursday and there's going to be good stuff. I'm super happy that uh, Chris hit me up to switch manager shifts. And I just randomly was like, why don't you do Thursday and I'll cover your Friday. Mm -hmm. But this is great because this is going to be more work. Yeah. I'm not going to have to do it. (laughs) But I just want Chris to know. I didn't know beforehand. You know, it wasn't meditated. Yeah. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Friday the 23rd, we got little Freddie King, the king. The king is back. He's back. Oh, man. I love that man. We need to get a really good picture of him in front of his mural. Yeah. Oh, you're right. You know? Yeah. Something to think about. Daytime thing. We have yeah, to daytime it. thing. Yeah. Um, Saturday, the 24th, Cajunta Tierra Linda and mm-hmm. Friends. Yes. Uh, that is. Uh, have they played here? I don't know that Yes, name. they played here uh, uh, quite a few times. Okay. But Gabe, who used to live right up the street, he moved to New York for school, I think, for okay. some uh, music thing. But he comes back every now and then. They, they bring 
a, a huge party. Fuck yeah. They're like, they're one of the bands that, that helped kind of establish the Latin Nights over here. Okay. You know, them and Amigos du Samba. Yeah. And, uh, and Felipe Carrera. And, mm-hmm. and uh, so that is going to be a ripper of a show. Okay. Badass. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That's on Saturday the 24th. Yep. Um, Sunday, we're still doing Swamp Pop Sundays with Big John and the Excellos. And that just keeps getting bigger and better. Um, he just played, uh, last Sunday for John Stanton's. Oh shit. Yeah. Yeah. Birth, yeah. the 50th birthday. Where you at Stanton? Mm-hmm. Uh, the birthday. Yeah, we love you. I've birthday. never <laughs> sold so much Jameson in a week <laughs> in my life. Yeah. What a birthday week, man. Uh, we did it. Everybody was happy. It was such a, everything turned out so well. Johnny made crawfish. Yeah. Yeah. Boiled yeah. crawfish. And, uh, man, I th- it just went off without a hitch. It was so kick-ass. I really liked all of his friends that have been in the bar every night. Yeah. And They've it's been a, super nice. It's a, it's a good sign, like, you know, because none of them had ever heard Big John and the Excellos. Yeah. You know, this is this is old school R&B stuff, right? Right. This is swamp pop. You know, it's not all just swamp pop, but it's like old school shit. Sure. They were dancing and Hell going yeah. off and tipping them and like, they, they were loving it. Yo, it's the like, other night I covered for Chris on a Saturday and... John and his homies, they're all from DC yeah. and they're all in town. And they, after a while, I was like, okay, you can play whatever you want on the Sonos. Yeah. And so they put on this type of music called Go Go, which I've never heard of. Uh huh. But it was this fucking badass, like, it wasn't R&B, but it was like hip hop dance music, yeah. a DC thing yeah, called Go Go. Yeah, yeah, and it was yeah. fucking sick. And there was this one song called John Wayne. And it was just. <laughs> It Whoa. was good. Add that to the playlist, maybe. Yeah, I don't know if anybody out there is a avid go-go listener. I want to meet you, and I want to hear more about this genre of music. All I know is that th- there's that song that's like "Go into a go go, go into a go go." I don't Ro- know. Rolling Stones covered it too, but that, that's all. But I, know I don't about think that's. I don't think that's go-go music. <laughs> <laughs> I don't uh, think it's the same. All right, well, we'll do a deep dive. Yeah, maybe we should get John on here just to give us a history of Go-Go. I want to get him on here. Well, and all the other things he, he knows he's, about. He's on the on the top he's of the list. He's on the list. Yeah. John, if you're listening, just yeah. come over. Come on, man. You know, we'll buy you some Jameson. Yeah. Um. Okay. Then the next week, we've got Bruzy's Bottoms Up Open Mic every Tuesday. We've got Joey's Backyard Movie Night every Wednesday. And uh, the end of the month karaoke with one of my best friends, Sam. Is yeah. on t- the 29th. Yes. Um. So come. Yeah, man. Yeah. Sing whatever you want. Have a good time. Every night at the lounge is is just such a such a ball. Um, <laughs> We're out here having a ball. <laughs> um. But uh. And movie nights. Don't forget that. I said it. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Um. Bad. Come to all those nights. Uh. And then Friday, the first of March, Kumasi. First time playing here. Uh. It's an Afrobeat band. Badass. Okay. It's like a. 12 piece band oh shit be badass okay. the horn section and everything love yeah, it yeah it's gonna be great okay cool um and then saturday the second another 9 p.m show the iguanas and los quieros are playing holy shit both of which we love do you say that is that real say that again who's who is it <laughs> the iguanas and los quieros <laughs> either one of those bands could do the show on their own absolutely you know yeah. and they're coming together to do this together it is that is going to be a super ripper yeah, that's another show I'll come on my day off. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be so good. Yeah. Um, but that's that that takes us into March and, uh, you know. Uh, stick with us. Come every single day. Yeah. Bring your <laughs> library card. Don't miss a day at the lounge. <laughs> Don't miss a day, <laughs> baby. Um, 
All right. Well, uh, that does it for us. Yeah. Um, we're going to let uh, Night Medicine take us out. Yeah. All right, Brittany. Take it away. Show us the way. All right. <laughs> I got this great idea that w- no but listen this is such a good Shh. idea <laughs> for our next fucking episode I really want <laughs> you didn't okay. like that uh, uh, sh- 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 <laughs> no I did I liked it a lot <laughs> it was so genuine uh, it was it like was. shut the fuck up <laughs> alright let okay, me try one more time one more time